All right, so we are back courtside here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada on quarterfinals Saturday. First game of the day is done, and BYU is a winner, 89-81 over the LMU Lions. Head coach Dave Rose will be joining us here courtside just a second or two from now. First, uh, second game of the day is underway, and that's Santa Clara and San Francisco, uh, Mark Durant. And uh, Santa Clara getting some rough news midweek as on Thursday, K.J. Fagan, Jared Brownridge's uh, backcourt running mate, gets a concussion and is not playing today. So Santa Clara going without Fagan and leading at 11-6 to early. Brownridge will have to pick up the slack, and he's a guy that can do it and cratch. Good three-point shooter if he gets hot. So far, 11-6 Broncos, so it hasn't hurt him too much early. Dave Rose joining us now on the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show, putting on a headset here courtside. Coach Dave Rose, the first game of any tournament is the toughest game, I think we can say, and uh, certainly it played that way. It was a grinder you had to get through and a great effort to make it to the end and get the result today. Yeah, our guys were really uh, – I thought we were really dialed in. You know, they they did some things to us uh, offensively that got us in some serious foul trouble. But we shared the ball. We competed together as a group. We answered all their runs. We're doing a post-game show without any stats. So this is a, <laughs> a lot of – We're all just plowing through it. <laughs> First game is yeah, advanced. A lot of things happen. You just yeah. got to be ready for it all. You know, it wasn't quite the lead they got out to in L.A., but like that game in L.A., you guys had to find yourself with an unusual set of rotations in that first half to find yourself to a place where you could do some things. Yeah, you know, we just have a hard time against these guys, staying in front of them and and, uh, and then competing without fouling. You know, uh, Nick picks up a, a third foul before we can get him out of the game. Eli gets a second foul. TJ's got two fouls. We're in that exact same situation at LMU, and so we, we probably should have you know, done a better job of uh, of mixing up our uh, our defenses early before we got we got stuck. Like, and we just talked about it as a staff that sometimes you get so hard headed that you think that you're just going to do what you do. And these guys are a tough matchup for us. It's a good thing we worked on it. It's a good thing that we were prepared with a second defense and then a third defense to be able to handle that. But uh, maybe should have thrown it at them a little bit earlier to try to protect ourselves. Yeah, maybe elaborate a little bit more if you could on that. Look like you had one started a man that had trouble staying in front of him, maybe contributed to foul trouble. You go to the one three one. I saw two two three ish type defense. What was kind of the thinking and why mix it up just to give him different looks? Well yeah, and, and to, to to have a secondary defender behind us when we got beat. I mean, because they were just this little 10 is really hard. And I've seen him in the whole league just go by everybody. It's not like anybody can really uh, contain him. And then when they're spaced like they were, and uh, they were really, really aggressive uh, and had a lot of belief as far as coming in here and trying to get an upset in his, in, in his first round. And that's what you – That I mean, we've been dealing with the Dunas a long time, and that's what this first game always is. It's always – if you're the – if, if, if you know if you're the higher seed, you come into some of these games with a disadvantage just simply because of how uh, how aggressive those lower seeded teams are sometimes. And and Mike's done he's done a great job with this group. He's going to lose five of those guys. He's got five seniors over there. But uh, just proud of our guys and how we responded and and getting a win. And and uh, you know with this group has kind of developed into. You know what we are right now, and, and our starters are, are carrying the load, especially offensively. It looks like I got a book here that we got a 15, a 21, a 25, a 13, and a 14 um, from starters. From starters, and that's what it looks like. Uh, you know, kind of kept our head over, you know, out of water. But 
But I, I did think that uh, that uh, Bayo and uh, and going, how about Dab? Dab doing an unbelievable job at that top of that one three yep. one. Again, consecutive steals. Yeah. And you know, Mark, getting back to your question, we played two different types of one three one. One really aggressive, trying to trap. Second one where we were more just trying to guard space and and not let them. Because when they had certain lineups in there, they were really good perimeter shooters, and then you had to be a lot more aggressive. Some of those uh, lineups where they were all drivers, we could play that 2-3 zone, protect the middle a little bit, and a little softer 1-3-1, just so that they couldn't get a rhythm against one thing. And we're not a big zone team, but it, it helped us tonight. Coach ran through the point totals a moment ago. How nice to be able to throw it down to Eric Mika and get good stuff almost every time he gets a touch. We're, we're doing a really good job of isolating and giving him space by bringing Yoli up to the to high, the high post. And Braden Shaw's been up there. And, and then we use Corb in the high I mean, Corb in the low post and Eric in the high post. Um, and that, that was a big part of our, our Gonzaga situation the other night. But uh, <laughs> for... For the group of guys, uh, we got eight or nine guys that were playing, you know, the, the, most of the minutes. Uh, you're seeing kind of three or four different ways that this team plays, which is really a little bit different for us. We're, we've always tried to throw everybody in there and all play the same way and then just keep it going and going and going. And uh, this has been a little bit different, and I think the, uh, the adjustments are kind of paying off a little bit. As we head to break, uh, Nick Emery, he has foul trouble in the first half. He ends up with a 21-point day, makes all of his free throws 7-for-7. Seven seven. When Nick Emery scores 20 or more, BYU's 15-3 and three all time. You don't need to have that game every night, but when he gives you a big night, there's a good chance you're going to win it. Absolutely, and he, he came out. I mean, he they were the guy that they – he was the guy that they kind of stayed off of. And he hit some big shots, kind of like Elijah at Portland. You know, they kind of stayed off Eli, and Eli hit some shots. So the key now is to get all, you know, seven or eight of these guys having a big night every night together, and we can do some wild things. We'll see what happens here. We'll take a swing at it. BYU 89, LMU 81, our final in the first of four quarterfinals here in Las Vegas. Uh, USF and Santa Clara playing in the second. Broncos lead at 14-11. to 11. Coach Dave Rose, uh, Purpose Index team getting a rough blow with uh, K.J. Fagan, an all-conference guy, going out with a concussion protocol situation this week. Yeah, that's that's a tough blow. And, and you know, you want to be healthy coming in. I remember a couple years ago, we had Tyler Haas coming in here. He got a concussion uh, the last game of the season. I think it was at LMU. And he didn't practice all week and got cleared the morning shoot-around of, uh, of our first-round game. And it didn't it didn't work out very well for us. But uh, you don't you don't want to have and, – and KJ is a guy who has been carrying, uh, you know, a lot of their load offensively. I mean, Brownridge is obviously their, their feature guy. But, uh, um, you know, they're, they're, early you can handle it. We'll see how this comes down to the wire and having him not be out there. So LMU's season's done. They played 30 games this year, and in uh, 18 of them, they were single-digit games. I mean, they play everybody tight, it yeah, seems. They do, and it's a, it's a style that uh, is so aggressive, um, you know, that, that you just hope the officials don't get, they don't get bored with calling fouls. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of contact, and... You know, it got really heated early in the first half, and and, and uh, Nick, I mean uh, TJ and uh, um, Brown Brown got himself in a little, tangled up a little bit, but um, I thought for the most part that it was pretty, you know, just a hard-fought game. I, I don't think it was a cleanly played game by any means, but. Uh, 
you know, I look at this sheet. It's like a, it's an old book. Like I'm doing a high school, like when I was at Millard High School, and we do every once in a while. I would have a radio game, and I'd have these the old circles filled in for the makes on the free throws. But there's a lot of circles on that thing. There's a lot of free throws shot tonight in this game. And then on the season. You ended up shooting 54 more free throws than LMU and made 47 more. It's over three games. It's a good thing we made them. Well, we, you know, we, uh, I remember at our place, we shot a lot of free throws, and then here tonight we were we were pretty dialed in on them. And, 30 of 37. You know, I, I just believe that, uh, you know, what, what I really think, we talked about it in the print media, the, the, a bunch of guys asked kind of the same question two or three different times, but our guys just, Yoli and Eric, I mean, Yoli and Nick were in there, and they just kept saying, that hey, we're together. We're a group. We've been through a lot. We had a lot of, you know, challenges. A lot of, you know, really successes. But this group is, is together. And uh, and I, I really feel that with these guys. They're young. They're hungry. Um, and and hopefully we can, you know, play our maybe our best game on Monday. Hopefully. Coach, the uh, West Coast Conference Tournament is a little bit unique with the, over the weekend like it is, but you've been here plenty of times now. How do you like to approach the rest of uh, the weekend and going into Monday's game? Yeah, this is uh, this is interesting. You know, when you, you, you have the Sunday and, and our guys will you know, we'll go to church together as a group. And I, I think that the things that we can do actually, you know, keep us together pretty well as, as far as actually preparing on the floor. Um, you know, probably at a little bit of a disadvantage, but once you tip it up on Monday, you just gotta, you just gotta go. I don't, I don't know what time the game's gonna be. Hopefully, it's the earlier game, but you know, usually Gonzaga gets that earlier game, and we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how uh, it plays. Because when you think about it, it's, it's, what's, it three o'clock, four o'clock, you know, Pacific time right now, and you know, we may not play this game. This may not tip till like nine o'clock. <laughs> Uh, Monday night. On Monday night, that's uh, a lot of time in between, and, and a lot of prep work on Monday morning with your group uh, to get them ready to go. Well, the mantra is always survive in advance, and you did that for today. Yeah, it was. It was a. Uh, I mean, hey, and and you know, you you saw so many times where is the beauty of the postseason is that no one wants to quit, and especially when you've got five seniors on that team. These guys never gave up. We got up 13 to 14 points, and then boom! My goodness, they we, we turned they turned us over a couple times. We missed an easy basket. We get a rebound. They take it from us, but uh, it was right back to where they were shooting a three to take the lead. And uh, and that's you, you got to respond to all those kind of runs. There's a lot of motion going in the back and forth late in the year. It's a great time of year. Coach, we'll uh, do it again Monday. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that's Dave Rose. We'll come back and wrap it up here on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.